Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Robin. And I'm Bayana. We are really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today we are discussing Chapter 2 of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Spinner's End. We have some announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive. We want to know your thoughts. Please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to follow along. You can also use the hashtag on Facebook and on Instagram because they do hashtags as well. But we will respond on Twitter because that's where we are. That's where we live. Love our blog. Love Wizard Team. Have a few extra galleons lying around. Donate to Black Girls Create. You can become a Patronus or send a cheering charm at blackgirlscreate.org slash donate. And we have Wizard Team merch, so head over to our website and step up your nerd fashion and stationery game. Um, and if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, rate and review us on iTunes, um, as well as any other places where you listen to our podcasts. And subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deborah, with nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know and you want some good gifts, and you want some good pictures, and you want some funny jokes, go to blackgirlscreate.org and subscribe. Um, and now for Wizard Team News. Do-do-do. Um, so, as, <laughs> as most of you know at this point, um, Universal FanCon has been canceled um, or postponed, which means that we will no longer be attending or hosting a Wizard Team Live this weekend. Um, we will, however, be in Baltimore. Um, so if anyone's <laughs> interested in having a meetup or like a really low-key meetup, to be honest, me, Robin, and Connie will be out there for Cousin Con 2018. So if you want to like, join Con! us for a little bit, like, you know, let us know. Um, and we'll try to find a low-key spot to hang out. Also, um, if you were planning on going to FanCon or if you couldn't make it to FanCon, um, a lot of vendors are kind of stranded, I guess. Um, you know, when you decide to be a vendor at a convention, you have to order a lot of um, merch and supplies and things that you're selling. Um, you get it shipped to Baltimore and things. So some... Um, Lovely people in the nerd community started universalartistalley.tumblr.com. And you can see all of some of the dope work. You can cop a shirt or a print um, and you can find new things to listen to and new people to follow. Um, So, yeah, just help try to support people so that they're not, you know, I mean, we're lucky (laughs) we... uh, we got some non-refundable tickets, but we're going to have Cousin Con. Um, and, some, and it's not going to, you know, be that big of a hardship. Mm-hmm. But for some other people, it is. And so we just want to shout them out and support them. And I also kind of just want to really quickly say that, you know, this, you're on Twitter and people are angry and people are sad. And some people are getting some jokes off. And people are shady and all these things. But um, there are people that are really affected by this. Um, 
Black Girl Nerds as a writing community and the writers and things are going through some stuff. So um, I just we want to, you know, support the community and and just, you know, be accountable and all that goodness. Right. Yeah. 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 That's it. And then also some dope folks um, have come together to create lemonade out of bitter lemons. Robin with this. It's phrasing. Okay, see you. Um, so that's not me. That's Deb. I just oh, that I was Deb. Got it from you. The okay, newsletter. well then, boom. If you had, if you did not see the newsletter, it was a. <laughs> I was so tired when I edited that, so it did not stick. Um, she. I was got, hungover. Is she really got what drunk. It was. <laughs> that's yeah. call a thing a thing. Let me not Pitas. lie. Um, our uncle. Shout out to our uncle who turned seventy. Um, we had a little family get together. And Bayano got, you know, I drank a lot up. of wine and it was great because then I couldn't feel all the pain in my ankle. So that was awesome. <laughs> but then the next morning also, I was like, wow, this was a mistake. Um, drank a lot of wine, trolled a lot of people. It was, you know, family time. I did what? You trolled your sister. Oh, I did do that. Well, that's because I do that even when I'm sober, though. I said um, family time. Anyway, anyway, like I was saying, keep your eyes peeled for We Comic Con, I think. Feel like is the way you pronounce it. Um, so it was a uh, kind of a pop up con that was put together really quickly um, by the folks at the Nerds of Color and I believe Black Heroes Matter. Um, yes, Black Heroes Matter. So it's Saturday, um, April twenty eighth in Baltimore. Um, so definitely like keep your eyes peeled for information on that. It seems like it'll be really dope and it's a good alternative space to go to um, if you like us could not get out of traveling to Baltimore. Um, so yeah, I think a lot of people, not to say that like, we don't want to go to Baltimore, but you know what I mean. No, no, no. I was, I'm trying, so I'm trying really hard not to be shady, but you're like, it's a good alternative space. And I'm like, alternative to what? Walking around Baltimore? I'm trying to be positive. I know. I know. And I'm trying to be quiet. (laughs) Um, I just, yeah, I, uh, basically there, and then there are other things, too. There's, like, a virtual con people are trying to put together for panelists who um, mm-hmm. still want to, like, do their panels and stuff. We most likely won't be doing that just because, like... The timing doesn't work. Yeah. Um, um, but all these really cool things that you can do if you're in Baltimore. And I think some of them will also be online if you're not Yeah, they'll there. be virtual. Um, so, yeah, make sure you, like, check out some prints. Buy from some of the vendors who um, were impacted by the cancellation. Um, go hang out with some nerd friends. There's lots of, and then, you know, Infinity War is coming out this weekend. So, you know, we got lots of things to do. Um, So, yeah. Also, let's just say, um, and then leave it alone, that you can learn a lot of lessons from what went down this weekend in terms of, you know, just taking responsibility for things, planning things well, knowing your limitations and knowing how your actions affect people. Um, the, the idea of like, you, you, all your chickens going to come home to roost at some point. So try not to hatch too many eggs. Like there's just a lot of lessons. And I just want people, um, everyone, especially people that I know and myself included to not always have to, learn from your own mistakes. You can learn from other people's mistakes. Um, and I also want you guys, cause this is, we are trying to build a community and 
um, a safe space for people. And I want you guys to, like, call me out. Because you know I don't have no chill. So <laughs> if I do something and I'm hurting feelings and, I, and you think, oh, she doesn't mean to or I'm not going to say anything. No, 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 no. Tell me <laughs> so I can fix it yeah. and then move forward in goodness and kindness and being a better person. That's it. Just, I just want this to be a learning opportunity for everyone. Mm-hmm. So while we're all sitting there eating popcorn, watching the t- Twitter timelines, like get your laughs in, get your kiki on, get all the gossip. But also be learning lessons. Yeah. I would also like to say, because Amani's in the chat, I think Robin's saying she wants to be held accountable by everyone except Amani because I just yes. know that's how I just know Thank both you. of your brains. I know how that works. He does <laughs> I don't know. Not him. <laughs> Not him. I'm down I don't think I have any caveats. I would like to be held accountable by everyone, but I just know how Robin and Amani roll. So just felt like I just can't trust it. Said. Like, are you holding me accountable? Or are you being you? Which is it? Like, what place does this is this coming from? A pure place, or is this because you're a, you're a troll? I can't trust it. So, Amani, if you're coming from a pure place, tell Bayana, and then Bayana will tell me. <laughs> <laughs> um, we need a safe word, like. Stubby Borgman. All right. He not playing with me. He being real. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't trust it. Oh, man. Okay. Um, Moving on. Another one. Another one? Another one. Um, So we have another Patronus. Um, Shout out to My Fluffy Puffs who just became a Patronus like late last week or so. Um, I I was going to ask you, because I didn't really get a chance to look, even though I did the, put the thing up. Yeah. That's all it says is my fluffy puff. Well, yeah, because I think it's a, um, I have to do more. I have to look more into it because uh, this, this whole weekend has just been a this lot. This weekend was a lot. Like both like, you know, community wise, but also just like, I just had a lot going on. I don't really know what I'm doing with my life right now. Y'all. She so was just, drinking. Things are happening. Um, but they, um, she's being mean to Luna. Was I? No, you just weren't giving her any love and oh, she's just so sad. That's Cause I'm pretty sure I'm allergic and I still want to like her. So I know I think I'm, I'm allergic too. So I'm trying to like, listen, hey, you don't have to like her. She almost got left at the lake. <laughs> okay. So anyway, what I was saying, anyway. um, is that they were looking for like, uh, outlets and like sites like ran by uh, mm-hmm. I believe black women specifically but potentially women of color I t- can't remember the tweet it was a while ago Um, and yeah. I want to say so many people have been shouting us out in the last like couple days that I am feel like I'm going to say the wrong person but I want to say it was Kim Lloyd who like connected yeah Um, but again, also thank you guys so much because people have been saying like what there are alternative sites and things and you guys have like put us out there and thank you. Yeah. That. Appreciate that. We appreciate the We love. like the idea that we're being like, we started this to build community and be in a, a space. And so thank you. Um, and also we have some magical birthdays. <gasps> so many birthdays. So many birthdays. Yes. Um, so, yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay. So, um, because it's a little bit timey-wimey. So, Tuesday, 
um, was Connie and Rebecca's birthday. So shout Happy out to them. Birthday, birthday twins. To ya. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. Okay. And then, You're the and then they're, they're, twins, they're more people. They're more people. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> keep going. I'm just going to keep um, going. And then this Friday, um, shout out to Christelle. It's her birthday on Friday. She is a sparkling ray of sunshine wrapped in a rainbow that is given to you sent with a kiss. Mm-hmm. No one should be that pure of heart. <laughs> Accurate. Like, literally Helga Hufflepuff. Yeah. I mean, like, I, we met oh. her, well, I think Robin had met her before at, like, Comic-Con or something, but, like, I met her for the first time on my birthday, and she, like, took me around Disneyland, and, like, Robin and Connie and um, our friend Maddie. Like, that was really awesome, so. And she was so sweet. She's she was starstruck by Bayana, and Bayana was, like, starstruck by the fact that Christelle was starstruck. I but was also, confused. I had met her before. And then she tried to act starstruck by me. And I was like, but I've met you. She's like, but I didn't know about Wizard Team then. I'm like, okay, but I'm still me. Like, Wizard Team was a thing when I met you. (laughs) I don't understand. I met you. I told you I have this podcast. You start listening to this podcast. And then you get starstruck by the person you already know. (laughs) She's a literal ray of sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. She's awesome. She should have a wonderful birthday. Connie is going to have, we're going to make sure Connie has a wonderful birthday weekend as we gallivant in Baltimore. Crab con, cousin con. Crab con for everyone but Bayana because Bayana doesn't no, die. Connie also doesn't do shellfish. Jesus. Crab con for Robin. <laughs> I'll be up there by myself. Yeah. Dunkin' Donuts Con. We're going to drink all the coffees. And Rebecca will be lounging in all of her Beyonce gear, watching Baychella and Lemonade on repeat. And all good things. All good things. Um, all right. Let us, let's do this. We don't have to. We do. This chapter. Okay, I'm like, this chapter is not bad. I feel like every time I say let's do this, you say we don't have to. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> the problem with this, this chapter is not bad. It's just that there's literally no one to like. No, not at all. It's not. <laughs> like, it, it just is like, yeah, just a thing that happens. This is also the first time the first two chapters have nothing or don't have Harry Potter in them. And this chapter is basically from Snape's perspective, and I'm offended by no, that. No, I feel like... It's kind of the omniscient narrator. Yeah, I don't know but, that it's specifically from Snape's But I feel like it we're following Snape. Like, it, even it's like, things are not... I mean, I think it's a little bit... Harry's like, eyes. More, I think it's a little bit more removed. Whereas, like, the first chapter was very much from the Prime Minister's... The Muggle Prime Minister's it's, point of view. Um... Mm-hmm. This one, like, start, well, we're going to get into it, but it starts from, I don't know, it just seems a little bit more removed where it's not necessarily from, you don't get to get anyone's interior monologue or thoughts, really. Okay. I'm still offended. I mean, you have a right to be. Um, All right. And I can't see. I just wanted to say that as well. Nothing's new. That's not. 
Maggie's back in the chat and she said old bacon. Yes. <laughs> there is literally. So I've only been to Baltimore once. Also, we're lucky because I have family. So it's actually like really cousin con because we're not out any hotel money because I just told my cousin that we were coming. And then I was like, we're rolling deep. And then I was like, by the way, this girl that you don't know is going to stay on your couch, but she's our cousin. So deal with it. And then, so, but the first time I went to Baltimore, we were driving through downtown or some t- part of town. I don't know. I don't live there. We were driving through somewhere and there was a huge, like, can of Old Bay on the side of a parking garage. And I was like, I know where I'm at. Okay. You guys are not playing. Way to be who you are, Baltimore. <laughs> like, they, they just made a giant Old Bay can. And stuck it on the side of a parking garage. Not a building. It wasn't like, I was like, oh, is that the old Bay headquarters? No. The bees I place to park. Okay. So previously on Wizard Team, um, the Muggle Prime Minister is brought up to speed on all the things that have been happening in the past two weeks or so. It's been about two weeks since the end of uh, Order of Phoenix. So, Fudge has been fired. We have a new Prime Minister, or, sorry, Minister of Magic, um, Rufus Scrimger. Uh, We find out that Voldemort has broken a bridge, started not really a hurricane, but, like, wrecking shit in the country, um, and has killed both Emily Vance and Amelia Bones. um, And then also set a, or he had someone, he didn't personally do this Imperius charm, because otherwise it probably would have worked. But had one of his, well, it was probably Crab or Goyle or them. Um, set an imperious curse on one of the junior ministers, and now he's quacking like a duck, and he's in the uh, he's in Saint Mungo's. So Voldemort is really out here. Oh, Dementors are breeding. This is another thing that's going on. Um, it's a sentence that I don't ever. Yeah, it's it's a hear. it's a dark time. Dementors are breeding. <laughs> just also talk about the fact that like Hermione and Harry Potter out there, imperious and people in the seventh book will get there. But, like, is it just, like, the, the strength of the Imperius Curse you're trying to do? Like, if, I mean, they were with, and it was, like, a gobble. I don't know. But, like, how are you fucking people up like this? Because, well, Barty Crouch Jr. was trying to fight it, but he was magical. Or Barty Crouch Sr., sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jr., I guess. He, he was Imperius a little. Was he yeah, Imperius? He was yeah, Imperius he was Imperius first. Dad. Um, they, but Barty Sr. got messed up but it was because like he it's like it's the i think it depends on like the strength of the thing and the and the strength of like like, the strength of the charm and then the strength of like how much you try to fight it so what probably Mm -hmm. happened is dude placed it on the muggle and the muggle was like nah fam and then had a bad reaction and he's not magical and he's not magical so there may be some other like situations but like any a lot of these curses are like really not good for like well, okay, not a lot, because obviously there are some curses that will, like, turn you into, like, at the end of fifth year, when like they that you were put all those to curses that. together, and then uh, Malfoy, Crab, and Goyle all of a sudden look like huge slugs. So there's also, like, physical, mm-hmm. back, you know, things that can backfire, obviously, from spells, but also a lot of, like, mental um, issues as well. Like, they just do things that will just, like, fuck up your brain forever. Yeah. And I feel like there should be more regulation around that, especially... Um, Obliviate, but like the Imperious Curse is an unforgivable curse, so obviously, like, you're not supposed to 
to. And, like, I know, because I, th- I was about but... to say, I thought you were going to be like, a lot of these curses just have bad, like, side effects. I'm like, well, there are curses. No, so. yeah. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I meant more spells kind of in point. general have, like, yeah. it's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just, it just seems like, I want, I just want to know more around, like, what, what makes a curse good or bad and like how do you mess up an imperious curse or whatever because it just seems like one we see this we've seen a lot of like imperious curses go wacky and then um i don't know i'm trying to figure out like is it just like a bad curse maker like Mm. or were they trying to do too much or did it what were they trying to do it for too long like you know did it is an expiration date like did the milk go bad I don't know, but I'm just, like, wondering, like, what are all of the factors that it takes? Because, I mean, I guess the minister after, spoiler heavy podcast, I don't know why I always start to, like, stop my, censor myself, but the minister after Scrimger, I'm assuming is imperious by Voldemort, because he, or is he just placed there? I can't, I can't remember. Uh. I'm not I, the min- you in the about- movie. It seems like he's imperious, but oh, pious thickness. Yeah, no, he's imperious in the books. They have him as a Death Eater in the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, but like, so you're like, how like he's he's imperious for a long time, and yeah, I'm assuming that Voldemort did it, but yeah, it just seems really funky to me. Yeah, for sure. I wanted to know more. Um, okay, so um, let's let's go into the chapter. Many miles away, the chilly mist that had pressed against the prime minister's windows drifted over a dirty river that wound between overgrown, rubbish-strewn banks. Um, so I'm pretty sure this is about the same time that the first chapter is happening. Kind of like, mm. yeah, happening at the same time. So the Dementors are breeding. Yeah, everywhere. 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 They've taken over Britain. <laughs> Which is interesting, too, because you're like, I mean, it's supposed to be summer, so that is obviously, like, it's not going to be that cold mm-hmm. and stuff, but um, I don't know. I just feel like it's Britain. It's misty. What's the difference? <laughs> um, so then there was a very faint pop, and a slim-hooded figure appeared out of thin air at the edge of the river. Um, and then there's a second and louder pop, and another hooded figure materialized. Um, so, just quick question about, like, apparition, and, like, how do you know, like, how do you follow someone when you're apparating? And we haven't gotten to, like, the apparating hmm. lessons yet, but, like, I'm curious, like, how did, like, did Narcissa tell Bellatrix? Because that's who these people are, just so y'all, spoiler heavy. Um, like, did she tell Bellatrix where she was going, or did she just, like, I'm going, I well, want to go. Well, can't you operate together? Because I'm thinking Well, you about, can like, operate together, but know? that's not what happened, because our sister for show left her. Because Bellatrix oh. was, like, running after her. Um, yeah. So. Well, I think in this, in this instance, for sure. Narcissa tells Bellatrix what she's going to do and Bellatrix is following her and knows where she's going. 
because they're in the middle of an right. argument, um, as we're about to see. I don't think that you can just, like, I think you have to tell someone where you're going if you're not operating together, because that's the reason, that's how the trio starts escaping mm-hmm. a lot, um, is by apparition, and then when they almost get caught, it's because, um, someone, Holds like, on grabs them, on yeah. in the, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Bellatrix kills a fox because she thought it was an R. Um, and then, so RIP to the fox. Maybe the, maybe the fox is the real MVP of this chapter. That's, yeah, dang. <laughs> so yeah, man, RIP to the fox. And then yeah. she runs after Narcissa, says, you must listen to me. Narcissa says, um, I've listened already. I've made my decision. Leave me alone. Um, and then they keep walking through the town. He lives here, asks Bellatrix in a voice of contempt. Here, in this muggle dunghill, we must be the first of our kind ever to set foot. Um, so we're in, I believe, Copeworth, right? Spinner's Which Inn. Is, um, Spinner's Inn is the street. Um, oh. But this is where, this is I where Snape... I have not been... Re- Good on us for a close read, because... On us or, you, or me? Oh, <laughs> you and I are a mm. team! Your victories are my victories. Your losses are your losses. <laughs> Accountability. Okay. okay. Um, Accountability. Oh we talked about um, that earlier. Not what I... I, I have been... What you think it means. I have been thinking that this town... Yeah. I thought it was a town. Nope. Um, the town, I believe, is called oh. is Cokeworth. And then it's it's where Snape grew up. And we'll find out later, uh, spoilers, that it's where Lily grew up as well. I, I wonder, is it weird? Um, that he still lives there? Yeah. Um, not is that necessarily. Is that a thing that we should... I think we could make it weird. But I also think, like, if that's your child at home and, like, your parents died and they left this house to you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, Cokeworth isn't a real no. place. But, um, oh, my God. The Snape folk are a lot. Because there is a YouTube video called Severus and Life in Cokeworth. Cokeworth ain't real. <laughs> Y'all don't- and also, like, it seems boring. Like, he spends most of his time at Hogwarts. At Hogwarts and Hogsmeade, um, but it's supposed to be a large town in the middle in the Midlands of England. Um, it just sounds like a boring old suburb, yeah. like Orange County. He live in he live in La Brea, <laughs> Yerba Yerba Buena. That's where um, Richard Nixon is from. And if you were a kid like me growing up in Orange County, you always had to go to the Richard Nixon Library because it was down the street. And then you got older and you're like, why the fuck we going to this fuckhead's library? <laughs> like the most, the worst president until, you know, someone said, hold my beer. Hold my Watergate. <laughs> but yeah, Yerba Blaine is a really boring place to be. And that's what this sounds like. Um... Yeah, so Narcissa is not listening. She keeps hurrying across the road. Um, Bellatrix follows, and she says, Sissy, you must not do this. You can't trust him. Um, I do like that they have nicknames for each other, like 
while they are both like not great people and Bellatrix is an evil, evil person, um, they are sisters and I think, you know, they do care about each other. So like they call each other Bella and Sissy and, you know, that's cool for them. I mean, you know, Maniacs right. I mean, you know, they also disown their other sisters, and so like it's just them. Just just the two of them. Right. Like we'll just, you know, grain of salt. And you know, Bella Bellatrix seems like actually a really needy person because she's married, but she's still living with her sister and her hu- sister's husband. And right. Where the fuck is Rodolphus and Robusta? Like, where are they? <laughs> that is a really good observation. She just seems like she needs a lot of people. Maggie is wondering if Spinnerson was depressed while Lillian Petunia were growing up there or if it happened after they grew up. Um, it's not really clear because like it, I feel like it, it was feels, after because if you sorry. Well yeah I'm like it feels dilapidated now but if like thinking back on like the prince's tale it seemed like it was a like relatively cool place to live. I, I want to double check. I felt is it like a Coal mining city well, or something, you, or town. A gold coal mining? coal. I don't Let me know. double check. But I do know that if you look at like there are kind of like when I when um it's a industrial town and like there's at least one factory there. You know what I mean? So it's it's like for like workers, working, working class. class. Thank you. Was <laughs> not saying the yeah, but. What I was saying was, like, when, so, the street and stuff where I grew up, my parents now are always like, God, there are no kids for um, Halloween, and there is nothing, and, like, even the street where my grandmother lives, that we grew up, like, going to and playing at all the time, now, it's just, like, there's, like, a life cycle for neighborhoods sometimes, like, a lot of, like, young families will move in there, and so then that's, like, really rambunctious, and, and then their kids get older, and they leave, and the the quiets down just kind of happening right out to my parents street and then they get older and it gets really quiet which is like what happened to my grandmother's street where now like almost like half it feels like of those houses are empty because people have died and it's going to then transition to young families coming in buying houses mm-hmm. you know what i mean so like there's like a life cycle just with every like everything and so now it's in the <laughs> Spinner's Inn is in that, like, life cycle where the kids are 35 and the parents should be really old and Snape is lazy and so he lives in his parents' house. I don't know whether he's lazy or whether he was just... He never he never got over himself, so he never went off and made a family because he was stuck on making a family with a girl who he called a mudblood who didn't I want mean, him. Yeah, but I don't know if that has anything to do with it. And Pence is just sitting there thirsty. Like, oh, come on, let's okay. do this. Let's... I'm here. I want my 2.5 babies to have greasy hair and a fucked up attitude. And he's like, Lily, always. Well, let's, let's keep going. Um, let's give any facts. So... So, uh, Bellatrix says you, mu- you can't trust him, and uh, Narcissa says the Dark Lord trusts him, doesn't he? The Dark Lord is, I believe, mistaken. In any case, we were told not to speak of the plan to anyone. This is a betrayal of the Dark Lords. Let go, Bella, snarled Narcissa, um, and she drew her wand. Sissy, your own sister? You wouldn't. 
There is nothing I wouldn't do anymore. And I just breathed. Basically, she said, for Draco, without question. <laughs> That's what she said. You killed me, my love. <laughs> um... Ah, Wakanda forever. Okay. Um, And then... Draco can go die in a fire. Wakanda forever. Forever. Um, And then she brings her her wand down like a knife, and there's a flash of light, and Bellatrix lets go of her sister, uh, um, as though burned. Narcissa! She's just like, oh my goodness, what are you doing? Um, So then they turn onto a street named Spinner's End. Um, over which the towering mill chimney seemed to hover like a giant admonitory finger. Um, And then she goes, um, she finds the house she's looking for, knocks on the door, um, and then it opens a crack. A sliver of a man could be seen looking out at them, a man with long black hair parted in curtains around a sallow face and black eyes. My man just needs some shampoo and some face scrub. So they have these, like... um face mask from Asia. You can go to Japantown in San Francisco or anywhere I think now. You can go to Daiso. And all you gotta do is open the packet and then line it up with your eye holes and put it on. Moisturize. Literally, you just sit there for five minutes and your skin will be glowing. Yep. It's not that hard. I mean, you have magic, so really you don't even gotta do all that. You don't even gotta do all that. This is a trick I learned um, that um, Caucasian people can do if their hair is greasy. I learned this from people I lived with in college. Baby powder in your hair. They do it all the time. Like instead of shampooing, they would just rub baby powder. I don't think dry shampoo was a thing. Now it's dry shampoo. And I'm pretty sure dry shampoo is just baby powder with repackaging. I don't know. I've, I don't yeah, that life. never heard of that. Never felt that emotion. What is oily hair? Listen, <laughs> when I went to college and they were putting baby powder in their hair, and I was like, "Is this a regional thing? What is going Just on?" People whose hair doesn't soak up moisture. Yeah. I've never. Meanwhile, I'm doubting me too. I'm like, oil. shit. <laughs> Please, Please. All, the, all the oil. Uh, that's why I'm like I've never experienced that before because I you know how many right. bottles and jars and yes but you didn't live in Indiana for four years it was an anthropological study <laughs> okay of... uh, yeah. anyway I learned anyway a Narcissa said Snape what a pleasure was a what a pleasant surprise Severus she said in a strained whisper may I speak to you it's urgent but of course um, so he allows her to pass and then Bellatrix follows. Snape, she said curtly. Bellatrix, he replied. So clearly, they don't fuck with each other. They don't. They don't mess. That's with fine. Um, I'm not rooting I for either of them, so you? it's like one of those beefs that you just kind of watch, and you're like, okay, good for them. Interesting. Um, so they step into a tiny sitting room. The walls are completely covered in books, which is hashtag goals, and I feel like Snape doesn't deserve that. And I don't understand why he gets to have his walls covered in books, and I don't. Your walls could be covered in books if you invested in book shelving. I am like a carpenter. I am a millennial. Them. <laughs> I ain't got no money. <laughs> like you're, talk- you're talking about invest. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Girl. 
One of my favorite tweets ever was my friend Dara when they were like, why aren't millennials buying diamonds? She was like, we ain't got no money. We ain't got it. We ain't buying diamonds. We ain't buying houses. Buying we ain't buying it. Nope. I will buy a print though. I'll buy... I'm not... I'm not buying shelving. Listen... I buy tickets to conventions. And I buy I bought a bookshelf from Target that I did, that I put together myself. <laughs> and with my five year old sister, <laughs> that's where I am in my financial uh situation. I can't wait. My parents are coming and my dad is like my dad said that the when he comes we're gonna get um a bigger bookshelf. I literally have stacks of books on my floor. And now I have a dog. I don't trust that bitch. She'd be all sniffing my books and I'd be like, move! <laughs> so I need a new bookshelf. I can't wait. In the pause. Did you? Moving on. Okay, you're back. I think you froze for a sec. You froze. You're freezing right now. Am I? Yeah. I don't think it's me this time. It might be me. I think but it's I you. It feels like it's not. I don't know. Internet doesn't love us, and that's just a fact of life. So, yeah, we just they just kind of give us a tour of like what stuff looks like. Um, but the place had an air of neglect, as though it was not usually inhabited, which is true because Hogwarts. Um, that's worse. It's really weird, though. Like, I feel like most of the teachers that just live at Hogwarts are near Hogsmeade. Well, I think that a lot of them will live in the castle during the school year. Unless yeah, I know, but like, I'm saying, like, wouldn't you just, if the school year is nine months, why aren't you living somewhere else for three months? I don't know, because you don't want to be living at the school for 12 months? I have no idea. I've never taught at a boarding school before. Get a room. Get a apartment nearby. He's in his, I mean, I you know, he inherited this house from his parents, so. I don't think he hates his mom. I don't know. I don't know the inner workings of Snape's life. Let's not think on it too hard. You don't? Mm-hmm. You haven't watched Slither, what is his name? Severus and Life in Coatsworth? No, I've not. <laughs> I didn't even know that existed. The fact that it does is um, interesting. It was uploaded by Severus Snape himself oh. in March of 2016. Okay. Oh, 2016. All right. Yeah. I'm thinking, I thought you were going to say like 2008, nine. Yeah. I don't know. He came back from the dead just to talk about it. <laughs> okay. It's not funny. It is funny, but let's keep going. Um, so... Narcissa threw off her cloak, cast it aside, and sat down, staring at her white and trembling hands clasped in her lap. Bellatrix lowered her hood more slowly, dark as her sister was fair, with heavily lidded eyes and a strong jaw. She did not take her gaze from Snape as she moved to stand behind Narcissa. I didn't really read that um, because we needed to know exactly what they were doing. I read it because um, dark doesn't mean what we dark. think it means, or what yeah, you would think it's it means. Like catness. It just means she has dark hair. That's it. It's so funny to me when writers, like when we talk about like the the writing the default, mm-hmm. you know, and they're like dark. 
oh, he's tall, dark, and handsome. But he's no, not, though. No, he's absolutely not. I see, but it's... Mm. Like, I just... I, it's really funny. He got brown hair? It's really funny because, like, as a kid, I don't know that... This might have... Uh, I'm trying to think, because, like, by the time this came out, I had read a lot of books. Like, I was maybe, like, um, 11 or 12 or so, and so I don't know that it, like, still confused me at that point. It may have. I just don't can't mm-hmm. really remember. Because at this point, I know what they're talking about dark, and it's a white person who read it, or who wrote it. I already know what they're talking about. Um, unless they, like, specify the color of skin. But I just... it. I don't like it because I'm pretty sure I've gotten confused. I just remember reading shit and being like, wait, but how is this one dark? But they're related. But I'm pretty sure they're not black because this one out here, like, like just very clearly white. <laughs> I'm just, I don't, I don't understand. I, like, I just feel like words mean things and we're not about to be calling these white people dark when they're not. That's all. Yeah, it's always confused me. But in a sense of like, I don't think I know what that word means kind of way. Well, it's supposed to be like, like the, and the other problem like is, right, is that like, <laughs> like. When we were all reading Hermione, like, Hermione. Right, true. Hermione. Yeah, true. We were all Victor Crumb for years until the movies came out. There are a lot of words that like, in reading books, you know, because like, everyone says, you know, like. To be a good writer, to be a good, you have to read a lot of books. But in reading a lot of books, you you see a lot of mm-hmm. words, and there are some words that I just were like are very common in books, and I'm just like I don't know. Well, I mean, I it's not like J.K. That word means. right, and it's not like J.K. Rowling was the first person to like describe a white person as dark. Like you could read so many no. like literature. Oh my god. It's so many things. Right. Imani brings out him being swarthy. That's another word. We're like, the fuck? The, what? And, and But then the other thing, yeah. like, my point, though, that, like, bringing this up, though, is that, like, there's, like, this visual connotation and there's, like, this, like, racialized and, like, colorized um, part of this, right? Is that, like, usually the ones who are dark are more dangerous and, like, scary mm-hmm. or evil, and the ones who are light are, like, innocent. And, fa- and like, obviously this happens all the time and you see it in much more... Um, yeah, in much more, like, overt ways. But I, I, like... And I'm sure we've brought this up in the podcast before, but I, like, have made it my personal mission since, like, college and reading, like, a billion English literature books and being just, like, what, why? <laughs> like, I feel like yeah. I have, like, a need to bring it up every time because I need people to not, like be complacent about it and to just not think about it um it's yeah. just one of those things that bothers me so much and every time I read something I'm just like fam <laughs> I I will say that like speaking and being related to you has really like opened my eyes to that because at the same like what I was saying like I grew up being like I don't think I know what this word means really because like some of the first books that I like devoured were like I'm a weird kid. <laughs> I was like eight reading Jane Austen. Yeah, I'm like, can't relate. Fucked up my life. But like Jane Austen and um, Charlotte Bronte, like, all, you know, super, not only super white, but like then Regency mm-hmm. era. It's like, it's always dark. And like, it was always the shorthand for like, that person has hidden depths. Right. Or, or um, dark past or. 
or dark, yeah. And it wasn't to me like necessarily like a negative connotation, but it was always like, oh, that's the interesting one. <laughs> like they have. Secrets. Well, it's supposed to be They're like mysterious. interesting in that, like because they have a dark past, which again, a dark yeah. past, just the the way that the word is used. But right. it's that they're mysterious and so they're interesting and they're dangerous. Like even and they're, and they're yeah, and that's yeah, yeah, what makes them interesting. But um, I don't know why this is making me think of Fifty Shades of Grey so much. Yikes. Which, by the way, if you haven't read those books, read those books. They I are have watched utterly ridiculous. I have watched Mark read half of it and then I never went back. <laughs> <laughs> that's about as I close was, as like, I've gotten to reading those books I was like mm. I I don't even I no I think I did finish um the Twilight books it took me a long time I one because I, I don't think I didn't pay for the 50 shades books but um I devoured those things because it was just like what is this it was it was from Justin to Kelly in paperback form, but not as entertaining. No, it wasn't. But, I was quite confused a lot of the time. But I, I'm, I'm bringing it up because she uses the word mercurial in those books so much that I was like, I don't know what this word is. <laughs> like, I knew, or I thought I knew what it meant. And I think I looked it up multiple times in my reading of those three books because I'd be like, I don't know what this word means. And then I'm like, okay, no, it, yeah, I got it. The word means what I always thought it meant. And then I'd read a couple more chapters and I'd be like, I don't think I know what this word means. <laughs> because she used it so much. And I think that is like what the literary quote unquote, like, there are some of those words like dark and um, mercurial and um, even like, not brooding. I'm trying to think of like other like kind of, um, even like olives. Right. Like, what what does olive? that mean? I don't know what no. that means anymore. And uh, because they're used so often and they're tropes, you, it really wasn't until you who are eight years younger than me, whereas in college being like, I hate this. And I'm like, yo, because when I will never forget when you were like, the Hulk turns and literally turns into a person of color, which I mean, it's not a great movie, but still you ruined that movie for me. Like, how can you ruin a bad movie? I don't know. Cause I was falling asleep. I said that. And then I was <laughs> ready to be done. I was like, cool. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Drop that on you, and now I'm gonna roll over. And I was just sitting there dumbfounded, <laughs> and she was like, "I'm gonna roll over on this couch. Just <laughs> wake me up with the next exactly. <laughs> And I was like, "He turned this motherfucker turned." <laughs> yeah, but sometimes you do need, and we'll we'll move on. But like, you do need someone to be like, "Hey, pay attention." Yeah. To that. Like, and there are definitely other things that people that other people bring up that I had never thought about. Like that's just for me. This one is like my personal like gripe that I have, especially as like a writer. It's just just like yeah. oh, <laughs> it just yeah, it bothers me. Um, also, I have beef with Gertrude Stein, and we can talk about that later. But I just wanted to put it out there well, since we're talking about literature and shit. Hater. Also, um, so I've gotten two compliments on my shirt, and I just wanted to shout out 
the HPA for my hexapatriarchy shirt. Because the chat likes it. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So, what can I do for you? Snape asks. Uh, we are alone, aren't we? Oh, wait, wait, wait. I, I do have one thing oh. to say. And this is about the... I just want to shout out Snape for having a face that visually represents how crappy and, and creepy he is as a person. True. I was watching, I was watching the um, Minnesota game earlier, the Houston Rockets versus Minnesota, and I, I'm always like, I like Derrick Rose. I like his game. I like his comeback story, his gumption. And my brain is like, no, you don't. No, you don't. And I'm like, why not? Why don't I? Why can't I like what happened? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, he's a rapist and a trash human. But his face, he doesn't have the face of a person who is a trash human. And I just really appreciate it when people's faces are like, hey, I'm a shitty person. <laughs> it's all on my face. And I'm like, thank you for that visual reminder of who you are. So thank you, Snape. Okay. So Artemis asks if they're alone, and Snape says, yes, of course. Well, Wormtail's here, but we're not counting vermin, are we? Which is like, if Snape, if there's one thing Snape could do, it's hold a grudge. For sure. That's what this whole book is built on. Oh, yeah. The the whole series, really. (laughs) Snape's grudge. Isn't that the name of a chapter, Snape's grudge? It's the one before Occlumency. It's not. It is, in... Uh, Order of the Phoenix. It's the one where, uh... Yeah. Uh, I think it's the one where he tells Harry that he needs occlumency, but it could be another one. There's so many moments. But it's definitely a chapter. I mean, Harry Potter and Snake's Grudge is... Isn't it? Now I have to look, because I feel like I know what chapter it is. Like, the number chapter, but I don't want Hold up. Sorry. I'm just... I'm like this. It is the 14th chapter in Harry Potter and the Prisoner, oh, Prisoner of Azkaban. Because I, I thought I, I thought 14, and then I was like, but not. I couldn't remember if it was Order of the Phoenix or not. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, I believe that's the one where he has the. Finds the map, maybe? Yeah, after his close call, um, the school tightens up security even more. After Ron, uh, after Sirius is. Uh, Standing over his breaks into the dorm room. Neville receives a howler from his grandmother about how he shamed the family. Snape shows up and rudely questions Neville and Harry over why they're loitering in the hall. Snape is always rude though, so it sort of goes without saying, Yo, what am I reading? I love this. On schmoop.com, they have a summary of the chapter and one of the bullet points is Snape is always rude though, so that goes without saying. <laughs> Okay, let's keep going. Um, Snape does his patented bad cop routine and also insults Harry's dad, which sets Harry off. But Snape reveals that Dumbledore hasn't really told Harry the entire truth about his dad and his connection to Snape. I don't know who wrote this, but they're my best friends. Um, Delia says uh, Snape is actually really bad at holding grudges. He literally gets more than than even. He gets the man killed, but he shan't be stopped being a shitty person. Or, yeah. Or, I think she's supposed to thing he hasn't stopped but shant works too i like shant i shant yeah he shan't stop not he yeah but i'm pretty sure she meant hasn't it doesn't matter both and um oh i get it because 
chant and consent have all the same letters. They do. It's weird. Okay, it doesn't matter. As you clearly realized, Wormtail, we have guests. Um, the man, um, Wormtail comes in, he says, Narcissa and Bellatrix, how charming. Wormtail will get us drinks if you like them, and then he will return to his bedroom. Wormtail is being dursleyed, and I don't care. Like, that's the thing. It's the same with the Snape Bellatrix grudge, where I'm like, wow. And pretend you don't exist. exist. (laughs) I'm just like, yeah, go do that, Wormtail. No noise. Bye. I wonder if Wormtail has ever stopped and been like, dang, I really sold out my best friend in the whole world. So I could live life as a rat and be treated like shit by everyone I walk past. And you'd be dursley by Severus it? Snape. I bet he's wishing he didn't Severus laugh Snape. at all those times <laughs> James and Sirius mess with Snape. He's, <laughs> he was just in the back laughing and now look at him serving Snape drinks. That's like the epitome of like, you know, like they always talk about like the nerds in high school like end up being your boss. Like, that's literally what just happened to Wormtail. It's hilarious. Oh, man. <laughs> that's what he I, gets. It feels like... It feels like Wormtail wakes up and is that Arrested Development scene with Joe when he's like, hello, darkness, Mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I made a terrible yeah. mistake. <laughs> like, like, what have I done? I mean, his whole adult life is <laughs> it's just one big mistake. <laughs> I just don't. I appreciate. I so appreciate the like. The justice in it from my perspective, but I just feel like he wakes up every day and he's like, I'm erratic. I'm still mm-hmm. a rat. Okay. Rat bastard. Was it worth it? Nope. Oh, well. Um, I am not your I servant. I went to Ireland and been like, I'll see y'all when all this yeah. is sorted he, out. He played himself. Um. I am not your servant, he squeaked. Really? I was under the impression that the Dark Lord placed you here to assist me. To assist, yes, but not to make you drinks and and clean your house. I had no idea, Wormtail, that you were craving more dangerous assignments, said Snape. This can be easily arranged. I shall speak to the Dark Lord. I can speak to him myself if I want to. Of course you can. But in the meantime, bring us drinks. Some elf-made wine will do. And, you know, I hate Snape, but I appreciate the petty. It's literally the same thing as when Snape and Umbridge went mm-hmm. up against each other. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you know, okay. I don't like her, but I like him taking yeah. that L. So. You know, if it was the other way around, I'd still be like, uh-huh, yep. It'll be good mm-hmm. either way. You're for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Wormtail hesitates for a moment and then turns and heads to uh, through a second hidden door. They heard banging and a clinking of glasses. Within seconds, he was back. Um, with some drinks, because what else was he going to do? Um, So then they drink to the Dark Lord, um, and then Narcissa says, Severus, I'm sorry to come here like this, but I had to see you. I think you're the only one who can help me. Snape held up a hand to stop her, then pointed his wand. Help me, Severus, Snape. You're my only hope. Um, Help me, Obi-Wan. So he pointed his wand at the concealed staircase door. There was a loud bang and a squeal followed by the sound of Wormtail scurrying back up the stairs because he's a child. My apologies. He is taken to listening at doors. I don't know what he means by it. As if he's like a pet. (laughs) Like I was going to say, like he's Luna. I don't know what he means by it. He is an adult. Y'all are the same age. It's just, it's unfortunate, but Wormtail made that bed. 
So he made that nest. Mm-hmm. What do rats sleep in? Holes. Yeah. I don't know what rats Me neither. Sleep. Honestly, like the visual of it sounds like he's like literally, because he's, you know, like you, you sometimes you like hear rats like in your walls scurrying. and like scurrying. Yeah. Like that's what's happening because these are all hidden doors and like literally he's like scurrying through the walls as a grown man. That's a weird ass visual, but like a really good like literary like writing thing. And also just like Wormtail is a terrible person and look at him. Um, okay. So <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah. Um so he uh Narcissa says, uh Severus, I know I ought not to be here. I've been told to say nothing to anyone. Then you ought to hold your tongue, snarled Bellatrix, particularly in present company. Um, and what am I to understand by that, Bellatrix? asked Snape. That I don't trust you, Snape. Um, and then Snape says, Narcissa, I think we ought to hear what Bellatrix is bursting to say. It will save tedious interruptions. Um, and then he's like, he is, he's clocking all of them. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't like Snape, but must admit he's got like style. Putting... Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> like the fact that Bellatrix is being put in her place. I mean, yeah. So then he's like, this... "Why don't you trust me?" And then she says, "A hundred reasons. Where were you when the Dark Lord fell? Why did you never make an attempt to find him when he vanished? What have you been doing all these years when you've lived in Dumbledore's pocket? Why did you stop the Dark Lord procuring the Sorcerer's Stone?" Why did you not return at once when the Dark Lord was reborn? Where were you a few weeks ago when we battled to retrieve the prophecy for the Dark Lord? And why, Snape, is Harry Potter still alive when you have had him at your mercy for five years? She has questions. And she demands answers. Literally, Snape said, when I'm talking, you want to be quiet. Then I walk away and you want to be doing this. (laughs) You don't... (laughs) When I'm not around, you be like this. No, it's uh, when I'm gone, you be talking like this. But when I'm around, you don't want to post up. But I mean, I think Bellatrix is trying to post up right now, so I think it's fine. This has questions. Um, Amani says that this is why he likes this chapter. They all can insult each other, and no matter who gets it, I enjoy it. Pretty much (laughs) the whole time, you're just like, "Yep, you trash, and you trash, and you trash." This is great. I'm glad we're all on the same page. Um, so Snape says, before I answer you, you can carry my words back to the others who whisper behind my back and carry false tales of my treachery to the Dark Lord. Um, but let me ask you a question in turn. Do you really think the Dark Lord has not asked me each and every one of those questions? And do you really think, had I not been able to give satisfactory answers, I would be sitting here talking to you? Um, Bellatrix hesitates and says, I know he believes you, but... You think he's mistaken, or that I somehow hoodwinked him? Fooled the Dark Lord, the greatest wizard, the most accomplished legilimens the world has ever seen? Um, I mean, Dark Lord is mistaken, but that's not the point, so just move on. <laughs> um, you asked where I was when the Dark Lord fell. I was where he ordered me to be, at Hogwarts, um, because he wished me to spy upon Albus Dumbledore. Um, you asked why I did not attempt to find them when he vanished for the same reason that Avery, Yaxley, the Caros, Greyback, Lucius, and many others did not attempt to find him. I believe him finished. Um, 
if he had not forgiven those who had lost faith at the time, he would have had very few followers in, uh, left. He'd have had me, said Bellatrix, I who spent many years in Azkaban for him. You're the only one who would have taken that trip. Google mapped it. MapQuest, actually. <laughs> Albania. She would have been really like, all right, want, fam. I really want Snape to be like, Sam, homeboy turned into dust. Like he was- literally, he li- literally ghosted mm-hmm. and decided Albania was where he was going mm-hmm. to lay his head. And ain't tell nobody, ain't leave no coordinates. I didn't have no longitude, latitude. Mm-hmm. What? Albania? <laughs> Do you know how many points I have on Southwest? Not that many. <laughs> Southwest don't even go to Albania. I don't even have Southwest because you're muggles or because right. you're wizards who don't like muggle contraptions. <laughs> like you're Nazis and look at you. My they flu probably... network, my frequent flu mouth don't do not travel all the way to, to Albania. Albania. No, it doesn't. I really thought you were smushing my feet, oh. and I was like, no, <laughs> no I'm just trying to that adjust was a my call for. Um. I get it now, but at the time, I was like, did she just smush my yes. face? Yeah, I did. She virtually smushed me. Uh, so, yeah. So then he says, yes, indeed, most admirable. Of course, you weren't a lot of use to him in prison, but the gesture is undoubtedly fine. Gesture, she <laughs> shrieked. While I endured Dementors, you remained at Hogwarts comfortably playing Dumbledore's pet. Not quite, said Snape. He wouldn't give me the defense against the dark arts job, you know. Seemed to think that it might... Uh, bring a relapse. Tempt me into my old ways. This was your sacrifice for the Dark Lord? Not to teach your favorite subject? <laughs> Just like, yeah, Snape. Yeah, we know you salty about it, but come on. It's not that serious. Um, why did you... S- did you still... Did you still get benefit? Right, like, come on. Or... Potions, masses don't... Don't get... Five no, and a half. They I don't, don't get nothing. Um... Why did you stay there all that time, still spying on Dumbledore for a master you believe dead? Hardly, said Snape. Although the Dark Lord is pleased, I have never deserted my post. I had 16 years of information on Dumbledore to give him when he returned. Um, A rather more useful welcome back present than endless reminiscences of how unpleasant Azkaban is. These just, like, digs. The shade. The shade. Um, But you stayed. Yes, Bellatrix, I stayed. I had a comfortable job that I preferred to a stint in Azkaban. They were rounding up Death Eaters, you know. Dumbledore's protection kept me out of jail. Um, and then he said, I think you wanted next to know why I stood between him and between the Dark Lord and the Sorcerer's Stone. He did not know whether he could trust me. He thought, like you, that I had turned from faithful, du- from de- faithful Death Eater to Dumbledore's stooge. Um, he was in a pitiable condition, very weak, sharing the body of a mediocre wizard. He did not dare reveal himself to a former ally if that ally might turn him over to Dumbledore or the Ministry. I deeply regret that he did not trust me. Um, as it was, I saw only greedy, greedy and unworthy Quirrell attempting to steal the stone, and I admit I did all I could to thwart him. Um, but you didn't come return when he came back. You didn't fly back to him at once when you felt the dark mark burn. Correct. I returned two hours later. I returned on Dumbledore's orders. Um, by waiting two hours, I had ensured that I could remain at Hogwarts as a spy. By allowing Dumbledore to think I was only returning to the Dark Lord's side because I was ordered to, I've been take, um, I've been able to pass information on Dumbledore and the Order of the Phoenix ever since. Um, consider Bellatrix, the Dark Mark had been growing stronger for months. I knew he must be about to return. All the Death Eaters knew. I had plenty of time to think about what I wanted to do and plan my next move to escape like Karkaroff, didn't I? Um... 
so really so just really quickly before we get through so this chapter it's really interesting because we get like and we've talked about like all the villain explaining and like the Dumbledore explaining and all the you know um exposition that we get and I think this is the first time and maybe it's because it's like at the beginning maybe it's because it's placed at the very beginning of the book um but I remember reading it as a kid like this is the first time it felt different like we're getting all this information up top and like while I still didn't know what specifically it meant right like I still thought that Snape was well he is like a terrible dude right like I didn't but I didn't think I didn't read the chapter and think oh he's a double like spy like I didn't think that but I definitely was like I still it felt it's a weird thing where it it complicates Snape's character um and makes his character more interesting when it really like initially seems like it would just be a straightforward thing you're like oh he's evil and we know that he's evil um yeah and so it's just interesting the way that like she did that you know yeah because when you read it uh, the the thing about this book though i can't really remember because it's all tied Mm -hmm. together but when you read it um and then what happened at the end of the book you're like oh snap the i want to say that the case was i was like oh he's still on dumbledore's side um and he's lying to them until the end of the book when I was like, oh shit, he was never on my man's side. But again, I don't know. I can't yeah, and I don't ever think like, because again, I, we, I talked about this, I don't know, I feel like it was a while ago, but like when Dumbledore dies, I definitely, or like gets killed, my whole thing was just like, I was more focused on Dumbledore than I was on Snape, if that makes sense. Like mm. I was just like, Dumbledore can't die, that's not actually a thing that can happen. So I was in there like, this is false. Um, and then on top of it, like then later, once I like kind of accepted that like Dumbledore could die, he's like a human being. Um, then I started thinking more about Snape, but even then it still felt like Snape's story wasn't complete. And like, he wasn't just some one, it's as one dimensional as he started off and as terrible as he started off. By the time this book comes, it's very clear that he has some shit going on. And like, that shit happens yeah. to be that he's a fuckboy who thinks he's a nice guy, but like it's still some shit that he got going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's a good spy. Right. Um he still has something happening. Uh and it's more than just like right. him being a bully. Um And I remember like reading it and being like, there's more to this. Um but I still was like, but is the thing that is more to it that he is actually just a really good for Voldemort but like so it was definitely like okay that was a twist and there will be more twists but it was also for me at least I guess I was doing that calculation of like okay so then that means he's really good or like he really is like a good Mm -hmm. guy or she's gonna like triple team us and be like I made you think this to that, you know what I mean? When you're like, when you start to like give too much emphasis, well, obviously she would think that if we read that, we would think that he was this, so he must be the opposite. <laughs> like I was just like, she's she playing mind mm-hmm. games, bitches, bitches trying to trick me, and I won't be tricked. I was tricked numerous mm-hmm. times, but yeah, it's this chapter I really like for the same reasons that I really love. Um, 
Prisoner of Azkaban, which is that like it kind of confirms that things are not black mm-hmm. and white, you know? And like we're getting more and more muddier throughout the books, but like it's one of those things where you're like, I mean, I'm by the end of this, we're gonna be feeling bad for Narcissa. Like I like understand her plight. Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, you shouldn't be a Nazi, but Nazi adjacent. Nazi. I mean, it's the same thing. I just mean, like, she don't got the dark mark burned into her skin, is what I mean. Whereas, like, the rest of her family. All of them. Yikes. Well, not all of them. I wonder how she got away with that. Well, I think she just, like, is, she's adjacent. Like, she doesn't really have to be, like, that's a thing that Lucius does, and she's, like, on, you know, and that her sister does. And that, like, her family, because she's a Black, so the Blacks, like, think that they have the right idea, but they didn't all join Voldemort, like, officially. So. Yeah, I mean, not all of them, but I'm just, I want, I'm thinking now, like, her husband, her sister, like, weren't they in her ear, like, sissy, you ain't gonna get this dark Well, I think it also depends on, like, what her, because I... I don't know what maybe she, she's just like I want to be a mom. right. That's what I was gonna say. Like I don't I don't know exactly what her like. I'm not a soldier. Right. I think it depends probably, but then I also think yeah. like she does follow Lord Voldemort, right? Like she's still like doing. She's still beholden to his decisions, as we see, and is like expected to right, follow them. She definitely didn't leave her husband, right? Which is what yeah, I would have done much sooner. Um. I'm sorry, you did what now? Okay, well, we go need a wizarding divorce. Mm-hmm. Do they do that, actually? Mm-hmm. Now that I'm thinking about it, because it's so medieval time. Yeah. Oh, Portia says, Narcissa is a 53%. That's Show what nuts. that is. Yep. Wow. And Portia's an intellectual, so you gotta believe it. Um, okay, but what use have you been, sneered Bellatrix? Um, what useful information have we had from you? Uh... Oh, my information has been conveyed directly to the Dark Lord. If he chooses not to share it with you, he shares everything with me. He calls me his most loyal, his most faithful. Does he? Said Snape. Does he still after that fiasco in the ministry? (laughs) Snape is really out here. Like, just... (laughs) The thing, though, is that Snape is out here shading the homegirl and then go turn around walk into Order of the Phoenix headquarters and be like, mm-hmm, what you been doing? <laughs> he's like... Like, on both sides. Yeah, no, he's... Ab- he don't He care. does not. And that's, I think that's also, like, kind of a good quality to have in a spy, right? Like, he doesn't really like any of these people. Like, so... No. Like, the people that he care he about are no dead, fun. which is kind of feelings, yeah. but also, like, I don't care about Snape's feelings, so whatever. Because um, also his caring about those is people were... why yeah. they got that way. So, like, yeah. he... <laughs> He doesn't like any of them. Like, he never... Like, he likes the Malfoys. You know what I mean? Like, the way he treats Narcissa, he doesn't treat mm-hmm. Narcissa with contempt. But, like, Bellatrix, he's like, I don't give I don't care about you. And, like, you know, he hates Sirius, Remus, like, all... He's just, like, a sallow, surly, like, just, like, curmudgeon dude. Which is weird that I don't... Well, no, it's not, because he also... <laughs> it's, no, I, he's a trash Yeah, dude. I was like... He can also be all of that That's, and trash. Yeah, but usually, you know, the fallow curmudgeoning. Yeah, people, I'm like, you get yeah. Me. <laughs> I think that if he wasn't like as like a terrible person and like a bully and shit, I would definitely like even just like reading this. Like, 
I, I don't, like, identify with him, but, like, the shit that he said, I'm like, mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm. I, you know. <laughs> he had potential. Yeah. And then, it's like Barty Crouch, but I, I, it's like Barty Crouch Jr., where it's like, you really have potential to be a fave. Mm-hmm. But then he decided to be a not. Yep. And to, you know, bully children because of childhood grudges that you settled when you killed his parents. when you were... 12 <laughs> you won you won he, he grew up an orphan congratulations like, like delia said <laughs> you won the grudge you, you got even and then right. some and you still act still like mad. the victim still mad um still mad that's that was not my fault said bellatrix the dark lord has in the past entrusted me with his most precious pause hashtag most crux. oh well i didn't mean that i just meant like Oh. Or crux. Yes. Because um, it's in her yep. vault. Yes. Um, if Lucius hadn't, don't you dare blame my husband, said Narcissa. Um, okay, except it's definitely partially his fault, so let's not. Let's like be cool, Narcissa. Um, what's done is done, said Snape, but not by you, said Bellatrix. Not you. No, you were once again absent when the rest of us ran dangers. Were you not, Snape? My orders were to remain behind. Perhaps you agree with, you disagree with the Dark Lord. Perhaps you think Dumbledore would not have noticed if I had joined forces with the Death Eaters to fight the Order of the Phoenix. And forgive me, you speak of dangers. You were facing six teenagers, were you not? And he's like, and I know all their grades. <laughs> One of them was Neville Longbottom. Like, One of them was Harry he's like, Potter. Um, and the other I've was actually... Like, you were facing three 16-year-olds. And three boys who don't know how to do nothing. No. Only two of them, I could, I, they're passing. Right. The other one's like, word. He don't really know about Jenny's bat bogey hex, though. That's true. But. He don't, he don't. But I'm just saying, like, he's like, I've seen their grades. I know, I know what's up. Yeah. And you lost to them. So I'm looking at you like, what, what is the truth? Like, <laughs> you really all that bad? Or not? Um. They were joined, as you very well know, by half the Order before long, now Bellatrix, and while we are on the subject of the Order, you still claim you cannot reveal the whereabouts of their headquarters, don't you? Um, I am not the secret keeper. I cannot speak the name of the place. You understand how the enchantment works. Like, dude, come on. Now you're just... Like, Bellatrix is really scrambling at this point. Like, she doesn't really have any more... Uh... Yeah. He got answers to all of her stuff. Yeah. And... I, I, but is Bellatrix the youngest? I mean, after of the of the of the siblings that they recognize, no, she's the black. She's the oldest. She's it's the Bellatrix oldest? Andromeda than Narcissa. Because I'm like, girl is she just really doesn't fuck with Snape. That's all. And she's been in Azkaban for what fourteen years. She is pouting, though. She is. She's mad. She's giving her best temper tantrum. Yeah. Um, so, said, the Dark Lord is satisfied with the information I've passed him on the order. It has led, as perhaps you've guessed, to the recent capture and murder of Emmeline Vance, and it certainly helped dispose of Sirius Black, though I give you full credit for finishing him off. Um, so, really quickly... Obviously, the serious one we we figured we know what went down in that, and that's not 
I mean, granted, what we do know of what happened with the serious situation is from Dumbledore. So Dumbledore definitely could have left out Snape telling Voldemort stuff about Sirius. It's totally possible. Um, but from what we do know, it doesn't necessarily seem that Snape has really done very much for that. Or had much to do no. with that on the Death Eater side. However, I have questions about this Emmeline Vance situation. Because I understand, right, like, you're a spy. And, like, at, and it's, it's one of those things, right, where, you're like, you're in a war, things are gray, and, like, they, some, like both sides are going to do terrible things. Um, or not necessarily that it's inevitable that that is what happens, but that's what's happening in this situation. Um, and so I'm wondering, like, did Snape go off on his own and be like, I have to give Voldemort something, so I'm going to give him Emily Vance. Or... Did Snape and Dumbledore confer first and decide that Emmeline Vance could go? Yeah, I'm I'm thinking it's one of those things where Or is he exaggerating and he didn't necessarily like he gave some information, didn't really know what the ramifications ramifications were gonna be, and then it turned out Emmeline Vance like that. You know what I mean? Like Right. I'm thinking he He's giving like he's sprinkling in truths with untruths but you have to like mostly tell the truth and Emmeline Vance becomes you know a casualty of that but what he doesn't do is once he knows that she's in danger doesn't warn her or try to save Mm -hmm. her it just lets her fend for herself because then it's like oh someone tipped her off or something you know what I mean like one of those things Mm -hmm. we have a mole in the organization so he has like, as soon as he, he's giving information and then as soon as like a plan's worked out and he kind of figures out like, oh shit, Emmeline's in trouble. Do I warn them or no? And he decides not right. to. And I feel like he would not tell Dumbledore that because he would think, oh, if I tell Dumbledore, he's going to warn her. Or do something, and then it's going to be clear that he's getting information mm-hmm. from inside. Yeah, which is I don't know. It's really it's really complicated, calculating and, like, and shitty. Yeah. but but you also have to be like that Okoye to be a says, spy. Like you know what I, I mean? Am not some spy who can go and see, please, as they so choose. I am not a spy. Um, yeah. So I mean it. it uh, yeah, it's it's a thing. It's a requirement of being a spy. So, Koye is my MVP. Yeah. <laughs> Valid. Mark it down. Um. So, oh, you're you're avoiding my last question, Snape. Harry Potter. You could have killed him at any point. You haven't done it. Why? Um. Have you discussed this matter with the Dark Lord? He. Lately, we. I am asking you, Snape. Also, sorry, Cursed Child Shade. Well, maybe not, but like. I mean, it is Cursed Child Shade. Maybe the timeline works out and finally Voldemort forgives Bellatrix at some point. But, like, still. How are they talking? How are they pregnant? But they knocking boots, though. I mean, I guess that is possible. Brown chicken brown. Not even gonna lie. That's actually possible. Not like Bellatrix and Voldemort, but, like, you could not talk to somebody and still, like, do that. So, yeah. Never mind. Scratch that. Still, like, shade to Cursed Child. But, although, um, Back to news. It premiered I this mean, week. So. I have a hard time. Well, I have a hard time imagining Voldemort getting down in any situation. 
but I have a very, very difficult time imagining Voldemort getting sweaty with someone and then sticking around for pillow talk. Like, <laughs> the, the disbelief only goes so far. It don't even go towards them getting None of it, nothing's, it's not them. happening. I'm sorry I even brought it up. Um, so, uh, Snape says, if I had murdered Harry Potter, the Dark Lord could not have used his blood to regenerate, making him invincible. You claim you foresaw his use of the boy. I do not claim it. I had no use of his pl- I had no idea of his plans. I, had o- I have already confessed what I thought, that I thought the Dark Lord dead. I am merely trying to explain why he is not sorry that Potter survived, at least until a year ago. But why did you keep him alive? It is only Dumbledore's protection that was keeping me out of Azkaban. Do you disagree that murdering his favorite student might have turned him against me? Um, and then also, there were still many stories when Harry first arrived at Hogwarts um, circulating about him that he was also a great dark wizard, so he was curious. Of course, it became apparent to me very quickly that he had no extraordinary talent at all. He has fought his way out of a number of tight corners by a, sheer, by a simple combination of sheer luck and more talented friends, a.k.a. Hermione Granger. Um, <laughs> he, is a medio- he is mediocre to the last degree, though as obnoxious and self-satisfied as was his father before him, I've done my utmost to have him thrown from Hogwarts, where I believe he scarcely belongs. But kill him or allow him to be killed in front of me, I would have been a fool to risk it with Dumbledore close at hand. Also, I'm sorry, like, what is the Death Eater code here? Like, I get it, like, he's a half-blood and he's Harry Potter and whatever. But if we take Snape's side of it and Voldemort is dead, we just letting people, we just killing children? Right, like, what's the point of killing Harry? Right. He's like, I tried to kick him out, but I would, why would I try to kill him? If he's Dumbledore's favorite. Why would you try to kill there's, him? There's no reason. I mean, I guess maybe revenge would be the only thing I think of. I guess. But, I mean. But then you gotta stop and be like, my man's, the dude I was ride or die for, got bested by a baby. So I'm just going to kill a baby for revenge? Mm-hmm. Like, Harry Potter don't even remember what he mm-hmm. did. Um, Snape's ability to hold a grudge is deep, but... Yeah. Portia... Is revenge sweet for someone who doesn't even know that they did something wrong? I don't, I don't really know, apparently. Um, Portia asks, why does it just sound like he's obsessed with James? He has no reason to bring him into the convo. Um, well, because he is obsessed with James. And I don't know if you remember a couple weeks ago, I was talking about this love triangle situation that I heard about. I feel like it was in my Shakespeare class. I don't know. It was a long time ago. Um, Really, Snape was really in love with James. That's all that was really going on. I mean, obviously, this is a theory I'm talking about. Draco's in love with Harry. Snape's in love with James. Well, Draco and Harry are not in a love triangle, but like, I, you know, fine. I'm not a dreary shipper, mostly because I don't ship Draco with any of our trio because... (laughs) He's also a Nazi. So, that's mostly why. I missed it. What did you say? Say it again. Huh? You don't ship Draco with... Any of the trio. Okay. Good job. Because, or like any of the like people who are not Nazis, Nazis. basically. Yeah. It's like the Kylo Ren, Kylo Ray, is that what they're called? I don't know. The Raylo shippers. Like, can we stop shipping people with people who think that 
they should be right that's what i'm saying like i'm just like (laughs) they really think you should like you and all of your kind should die so i just don't like germany shippers especially i think that's the one like dreary like i kind of get it like i do understand that because harry and draco are both weirdly obsessed with each other so i understand like where that one's coming from germany makes me like it doesn't make me mad but i just don't understand it because like it's the same thing with Snape calling Lily a mudblood. You a know mud how many blood. times Jacob's called Hermione a mudblood? It was the first time she'd ever heard the slur. Like, that hate is is deep, and I just can't, I can't have Hermione be, like, the black girl who softens the white supremacist. We're not doing that. Sorry. Also, though, Not on this podcast. Some, <laughs> that is really some 53% stuff, because you can't imagine what it's like to be dehumanized that way. You know, so it's just like, oh, he was picking on me. Like, I, you know, like, they always talk about, like, how boys, like, in preschool or whatever, pick on, the, that means they like mm-hmm. you, you know? They hit you. It's like, he wasn't picking on her. He was dehumanizing her and devaluing right. her entire Exactly. These are, and like, it's not, it's not, like, innocent, like, teasing. Bullying. Like, it's not what that is. Sorry. <laughs> it's not what that is at all. Like, let's, let's not. Let's not have, let's not do this. Um, okay. And through all this, we are supposed to believe Dumbledore has never suspected you. He has no idea of your true allegiance. He trusts you implicitly still. I have played my part well, said Snape, and you overlook Dumbledore's greatest weakness. He has to believe the best of people. Um, Dumbledore has been a great wizard. Oh, yes, he has. For Belgics had made a scathing noise. The Dark Lord acknowledges it. I am pleased to say, however, that Dumbledore is growing old. The duel with the Dark Lord last month shook him. He has since sustained an, a serious injury um, because his reactions are slower than they once were. So, well, yeah, we're sowing the seeds for, like, you know, Dumbledore is not a spring chicken. Yeah, like he's not indefeatable. Yeah, he's in, indef- undefeatable. Indefeatable? Undefeatable. I don't. Anyway. He's getting old. Basically. He is old. He's like 150. He is old. But I also love that, like, what is, how does he put it? He's not, he's slowing down or what did he say? Sorry, I'm just listening to you read. Um, Theorist, he has never stopped trusting Severus Snape, and therein lies my greatest value, the Dark Lord. Oh, that his reactions are slower than they once were. And he's saying that my dude is 113. Right. <laughs> or something like that. Whatever he is. And Voldemort is a smooth 68 right now. 69. 70. 70. Could be 70. No. He could be 70. He could be 70. Isn't he at 71? I don't remember. I we did this a while yeah. ago, but I can't remember. But still, he is a full fifty years younger, younger mm-hmm. at least. And Dumbledore is just now slowing down. And my dude has a whole fake magical body with no cartilage. Mm-hmm. But a so working sperm dough. Okay. Anyway, um Maggie points out uh the serious injury is Dumbledore's injury from the horcru- hor- horcrux. Slash hollow. So we're like uh-huh. really doing it right now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, indeed. Um, 
Okay, so... Through all these years, he's never stopped trusting Severus Snape, and therein lies my great value to the Dark Lord. Um, and then Bellatrix, of course, still looks salty, but he, she can't. She, got no, she ain't got nothing else to say. So, like, you, there's no more claps to back. Let's move on. Yeah, and so Snape goes to Narcissa or turns to Narcissa and's like, "So you came to ask me for help?" And she says, "Yes, I think you're the only one who could help me. I have nowhere else to turn." Lucius is in jail. Um, the Dark Lord has forbidden me to, see, to speak of it. He wishes none know of the plan. It is very secret, but if he has forbidden it, you ought not to speak, said Snape. The Dark Lord's, the Dark Lord's word is law. Um, also, can we just say for a second, she, like a page ago, was like, why didn't you tell this? Why didn't mm-hmm. you tell that? And now she's like, sissy, you shouldn't say anything. Yep. Come on, girl. It's very true. She's like, why didn't you tell me? Why don't you why don't you tell me about why you haven't killed Harry Potter? Why don't you tell me the stuff about the Order of the Phoenix? And he's like, Did you talk to your mans or nah? (laughs) Because ain't gonna be me. Um Bellatrix says, There. Even Snape says so. You're not to talk, so hold your silence. Um but Snape gets to his feet and strides to the small window and peeks outside and then says, it so happens that I know of, of the plan. I am one of the few the Dark Lord has told. Nevertheless, had I not been in on the secret, Narcissa, you would have been guilty of great treachery to the Dark Lord. She does not care. Like, don't give by the time, like, she's very emotional and, like, stressed out and shit, but, like, this is the first kind of time... And I think that's one of the things about when you're like when we're introduced to Narcissa in Goblet of Fire, she doesn't speak, and we just kind of see like her face, and she just seems really haughty and, and she whatever, seems snotty. But and, yeah, when we actually get to hear her talk, you just hear this person who is really concerned about their son, right? Like she, that's all that really matters to her, and whatever else is going on, like that's fine, and like Voldemort is scary and shit, but like also Draco is the most important thing to her. Um, so at this point, like, she knows what she's risking, and she's doing it anyway. Right, and I think, like, I, that's what I was saying earlier, and when we first started the chapter, is, like, even though she's not a good person, like, in her reasonings and her, you feel for Mm -hmm. her, you know, and, like, you do feel, like, I mean... Your first mistake was you maybe shouldn't follow a Nazi, you know, who would ask a 16-year-old boy to do this sort of thing. But since you have, like, I feel bad for you because this isn't what anyone would want. And, like, she has all these prejudices and, you know, she doesn't want, she she would be disgusted if Draco, like, married a mudblood or whatever. But she, she didn't start a family with the intent that her son would go around and like one kill people but two kill someone that will kill like or attempt to kill someone who could kill right or just like endanger himself to be honest like right yeah like no one has no one brings a child into the world being like you know what i want you to do one day risk your life yeah for someone mm-hmm. else. 
Um, and then Susan says, I thought you must know about it. He trusts you so, Severus. Um, you know about the plan, said Bellatrix. You know? Like, girl, come on. You can't be surprised anymore. He's, he's, Bellatrix he's usurped you. you he's to usurped be his him. one and only. Yeah, she's, you've been usurped. Bellatrix is literally whispering in Voldemort's ear hole, because he don't have no ear, but in that hole where his ear used to be, like, why do we even need Death Eaters? Just be you and me. <laughs> Have you seen that Muggle movie, Bonnie and Clyde? Got some really interesting themes in there. We should we should kind of, you know, do that. We don't need anyone mm-hmm. else. Um, what help do you require, Narcissa? If you're imagining I could persuade the Dark Lord to change his mind, I'm afraid there is no hope, none at all. My son, Narcissa whispered, my only son, Draco should be proud, said Bellatrix indifferently. The Dark Lord is granting him a great honor, and I will say this for Draco. He is intriguing away from his duty. He seems glad of the chance to prove himself, excited at the prospect. That's because he's 16 and has no idea what lies in store. Um, why, my son, it is too dangerous. This is vengeance for Lucius mis- Lucius's mistake. I know it. Um, that's why he's chosen Draco, isn't it? To punish Lucius? So that's the whole thing. Like, Lucius really fucked up, bro. He let sixteen. Mm-hmm. He, he let six sixteen-year-olds thwart him, and now his sixteen-year-old is about to be thwarted. You know, <laughs> sorry, I just don't. Laughing <laughs> about. It's so it's so ridiculous. Like Lucius got got by six, sixteen, fifteen year olds, and in return, he is an Azkaban, and his son is about to try to kill Dumbledore, and my man still got all these followers. <laughs> no one has been like. Rethink my choices. (laughs) Like, Lucius is like giving you all his money, used all his positions of power. Like, (laughs) for that, he is. And and he could leave because there's no distance to mentors. Australia. <laughs> just like any like Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and it make it so I know it's not it's historically inaccurate or whatever. But that's the end of Chetley Hollows where the Malfoys like slink off. <laughs> they the just leave. Just it's like that's when you leave. <laughs> <At the end. laughs> After everything's all said and done, y'all are like, alright, we gotta go. Oh 
Lucius is in Azkaban with no guards. <laughs> Y'all could go apparate over there, get your mans out, and disappear. And just disappear! Just go! Yeah. Why are we making unbreakable vows? <laughs> I don't know why they got so funny to me. It don't make no it doesn't sense. Make sense. Guys, I'm not ride or die. I'm just not. I'm just thinking of all of the... Go to Albania. That would fuck him up. <laughs> he won't come looking for you in Albania. <laughs> no one goes looking for anyone in Albania. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh boy. It's not funny, but it's it is. funny. It is funny. <laughs> um, I don't get it. So, Snape says if Draco succeeds, he'll be honored above all others, but he won't succeed. How can he? When the Dark Lord himself, Bellatrix gasped, you can't say about Dark Lord himself ain't killed Dumbledore? That's okay. That's just facts. <laughs> But okay, I feel it. It's fine. I get it. Looks at you can't say the Dark Lord failed to kill a baby. Like, let's talk the about it. One. So he can't even kill. That's the thing. So like again, spoiler heavy. They're all, they're not gonna say what they're talking about. But basically, Draco is being tasked with killing Albus Dumbledore. A sixteen-year-old is about to kill this. Yeah. So. 114 and like obviously Voldemort as we're seeing like is not expecting with an elder one which I don't know yet why are they in Albania (laughs) (laughs) why did y'all just take off so so like okay so like you're distracting me (laughs) I forgot what I was talking about but okay yeah so why did Bulger just dip? So, like, uh, my thing is, is like Voldemort is re- like okay. He obviously doesn't expect Draco to kill Dumbledore and like to succeed, right? But like he expects no. Draco to die. But also, like, why are you sending other people to do? So actually, I'm gonna pause it because there's hold up. So I only meant that nobody had yet succeeded. Severus, please, you are you have always been Draco's favorite teacher. You are Lucius's old friend. I beg you. You're the Dark Lord's favorite, his most trusted. Will you please, will you speak to him, persuade him? The Dark Lord will not be persuaded. Lucius was supposed to be in charge. I got, he got himself captured along with many, along with how many others, and failed to retrieve the prophecy into the bargain. Yes, the Dark Lord is angry, Narcissa, very angry indeed. Then I am right, he has chosen Draco in revenge. He does not mean him to succeed. He wants him to be killed trying. Um, and then Narcissa says, you could do it. You could do it instead of Draco Severus. You would succeed. Of course you would. And then he would reward you beyond all of us. And Snape says, he intends me to do it in the end, I think. But again, Voldemort can't kill Dumbledore himself. Like, why are you sending other people to do your dirty work? You are the greatest dark wizard of all time. You make people call you Lord. He couldn't kill a baby. That's what I'm saying. He can't even kill a baby. He's terrified of Voldemort. the, The title of the chapter Voldemort and Albus Dumbledore's duel is the only one he ever feared. Like everybody know it. I just they just won't say it. Out I loud. just don't. I don't get it. Is this show Dark Lord? Killmonger is heated. Mm-hmm. Um, she said Bellatrix can talk mad crap about the Longbottoms to their son and come for Snape, but can't recognize weakness in the seventy-year-old man. Who could live to 135 if he had just stayed a wizard and protected his magic? Nope. Listen. 
I don't understand. I still don't understand why anyone is here. Nope. I literally am imagining myself around that round table while Charity Burbage is floating all fucked up, like, <laughs> all the people in their mask, like, looking at everyone, like, why are we doing this? Nope. They, they, like, yeah. plus y'all told Bellatrix to make the potato salad and she put raisins in the mm-hmm. shit. Why are we here? I don't want to be here. They just, they just are. I guess the mac and cheese got got cottage cheese in it. Why are we no here? one knows? No one knows why we're here. Not a party I want to be at. Uh, this turn up is turned down. I don't like no. it. It's absolutely tur- okay. We'll get there. Um, so Dark Lord is very angry. Said Snape. He does not forgive as easily. Um, my son, my only son. You should be proud. Said Bellatrix. If I had sons, I would be glad to give them up to the service of the Dark Lord. Mm. Except you don't have kids. So please hush. Like, she's, girl, that's not she's helpful. She's pregnant right now. You said what? She is she is baking a, a a bird right now. A bird. She's not. An it's offspring. too it's too early for her to be pregnant. Like in the timeline allegedly. In the timeline of which you speak, of which I know nothing about. It's too early. <laughs> Cuz that's around Deathly Hollows not Prince. Uh, you're right. So, anyways, um, she can't wait to have his babies. Boy, you have my babies. It might be possible for me to help Draco. Um, would you look after him? See that he comes to no harm. I can try. Will you make the unbreakable vow? Like Narcissa is like, nah, fam. I need you to. You say you gonna help Draco. You gonna help him? Um, but like also, <clears throat> I know that Snape likes the Malfoys and like looks up to Lucius and all this stuff. I just feel like this is like asking your acquaintance if you could borrow their car. Like it just feels <laughs> like a lot. Like I'll look at, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, you know when your parents, like when we were going to Dublin or London and my, you know, your parents are like, oh, I know this random person that you should go see yeah. and say hi to. You're and you're like, like why? Why? And okay, right? But they're mm-hmm. like, but in your head, you're like, I don't know them, right? So I'm not I'm not doing going that to do that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I, if I was Snape, I'd be like, y'all look out for him. Y'all say hi if I see him. I'll, you know what up? We know that person. Will you make the break of that bitch? You want me to do what now? <laughs> who is you? I don't even know your middle name. No, I can't make an unbreakable vow. I don't know who you are. Yeah. We're not that close. Like apparently, though, I can try. No promises. Right. Um, Want to co-sign my car? Who are you? <laughs> can you co-sign this one real quick? I don't even know who you are. Never met you before in my whole life. Um, I've known you for a minute. Bellatrix laughs and says, "Aren't you listening, Narcissa? Oh, he'll try. I'm sure." The usual empty words. The usual slithering out of action. Oh, on the Dark Lord's order, of course. Um, and then Snape says, Certainly, Narcissa, I shall make the unbreakable vow. Perhaps your sister will consent to be our bonder. And Belch is like, what? What? She grabs, she clutches mm-hmm. pearls. Um, and Snape says, you will need your wand, Bellatrix. And you will need to move a little closer. And then Narcissa, Narcissa speaks and says, Will you, Severus, watch over my son Draco as he attempts to fulfill... The Dark Lord's wishes. I will, said Snape. 
And will you, to the best of your ability, protect him from harm? I will, said Snape. And should it prove necessary, if it seems Draco will fail, will fail, sorry, um, will you carry out the deed the Dark Lord has ordered Draco to perform? I will, said Snape. And Beltrix's um, astounded face glowed red in the blaze of the third tongue of flame, which shot from the wand, twisted with the others, and bound itself thickly around their clasped hands like a rope, like a fiery snake. This reminds me of um, Mercy Thompson. <clears throat> they have pack bonds, and they to her they look like ropes. Mm. And then like her bond with her mate is like a golden, like really thick rope. But then her bond with the pack is like other like silkier ropes, and that are kind of like elastic a little bit. And I don't know why I bought I that. I don't up. either, but that's cool story. <laughs> I love Mercy cool Thompson. Cool story, bro. <laughs> um, who's your MVP? Ugh. You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. Wait, I had an MVP, didn't I? You said Okoye, but we need one that's like also in the chapter. Okoye. Um, I said Narcissa because I okay. wanted to keep it in chapter, but I also think that like, again, while she's trash, she she does like care about her son, and the whole point of her being here is for her son. Um, and she's willing to face the Dark Lord's wrath if she has to for that. So shout out to her for that. And not for anything else. Yeah, I mean, I think that that is um, definitely a good, you know, a, an MVPable task. That's not. A, I I get I what know. you're saying. <laughs> um, but I just can't. And not only this is kind of. Not only because she's a Nazi or whatever, but just because, like, why didn't you leave? Why mm-hmm. didn't you dip? Um, <laughs> so, I guess... Hmm. I'm making Hermione my MVP. Okay. Because even when she's, like, even when Snape is being like, just super salty and whatever. Like, he can't deny... Like, he's, you know, making fun of Beltrix for getting bested by some teenagers, um, but he still can't deny, like, Hermione's magic. You know what I mean? He's like, they mediocre at best, and only one of them is talented, and we all know who that one is. Right. You know? So, even though he hate on her, and he would never say anything to her face, like, he's not going to say, like, oh, you didn't have any challenge, right? Because mm-hmm. Hermione was there. But you didn't have... It wasn't that deep. You know? Right. Um, but, so, yeah. Maggie makes Dumbledore MVP for playing chess while Voldemort, Narcissa, and Bellatrix are playing checkers. Um, Amani MVPs Narcissa for doing anything to save her baby. And Portia um, MVPs Dumbledore for his constant vigilance and getting Snape prepared to do what must be done. Can I change my MVP? My God, Robin. Is this it is Dumbledore now? Chapter. I told you that already. It's Dumbledore. Okay. Yeah. You just okay. Um for all of the above. You, and also just because I'm a Maggie fangirl and I just want like if Maggie says something's cool then I can think. Who'd you bench? I got a bit okay. So I'm doing the thing that you hate. Nope. Pick I just one. Gotta, the Death Eaters as a whole. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I just That's fine. Um you I can do that. Bellatrix in particular. Okay. I guess. Yeah. I just why are y'all still there? Yeah. Like he is He's giving you nothing. He's 
scared of a 114-year-old man. He's 68, 70. He couldn't kill a baby. He, like, couldn't beat Dumbledore at the ministry when he was all, you know, trying to stunt on folks and whatever. So, like, why aren't y'all just looking around like, is this a scam? (laughs) I think this might be a scam. Yeah, I mean, I I also, I benched Bellatrix because, like, first of all, like, you ain't got no kids. You really can't tell your sister how to, like, care about her kids. kids. Like, let's not do that. And then also, like, you're just so salty. Like, why don't you just, like, get your water levels up. Like, hydrate, please. Hydrate. (laughs) That's what you need. It's some goddamn water. She reminds me of me and in this one small respect of, like, I don't like him. I don't know why I just don't like him. That's how I feel about Snape. Like, every, I don't like it. I'm not, no. He can't, no. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I refuse. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, Portia. Oh, real quick. So, Delia made Dumbledore her MVP. She just came in a little late. Wait, can we just say Dumbledore because I guess. Oh, yeah. She also is not <laughs> sold on it, but. But it is what it is. Um, so, Amani benches Bellatrix for being that thirsty and somehow letting Snape drag you up and down Spinner's in. Delia benches Wormtail because he's done what he's done and stays spineless. Mm-hmm. Literally. What? How? Yep. Maggie benches Bellatrix for killing that fox and her non-existent <laughs> children. <laughs> Yeah, I am a fan. Yep, that's very true. Like Maggie coming in with truth. She not only she killed the fox who didn't do nothing, and she killed her her children who ain't even born yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Portia got a shade. She benches Jack Thorne and John Tiffany for writing the worst fanfic ever. Listen, which you know just premiered like I think officially. On Broadway. Officially, officially. Yeah. Joe is running up and down New York taking selfies with everybody. Oh, we didn't even put in the news about uh, Jessica Williams' character was announced or whatever. Kind of. Yeah, but she's not going to have a big Until part in Until book three. Form. Or movie three. Whatever. Yeah. So, you know, we forgot. But I did get really excited for the prospect of crimes of Grindelwald, including the duel, and then we being done with this crappy storyline and going back to beasts that are fantastic. I don't think that's going to happen because I don't think it's 1945 yet. Out. We still, we, you have to forget these books are going to span 20 years. Movies. Mo- yes, sorry. These movies are going to span 20 years. And the duel doesn't happen until 45. Why do you have to ruin my book? I don't know. Just because I have facts and I feel like I should share them with you all. I don't want That's all. I'm sorry. Thank you for listening. Next week, we will be discussing chapter three of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Will and Won't. Make sure to follow along and let us know who you think is the real MVP and who is benched for that chapter in the last two chapters. Um, Join the conversation on Twitter, at WeBlackAndNerds, hashtag WizardTeam. Reminder, if you are in Baltimore this coming weekend, let us know. We'll try to figure some kind of We'll be walking around like Lucy and Snopway walking around Azkaban. (laughs) Just there. (laughs) (laughs) Lucy and Snopway should be benched because we could just 
leave. He can just leave. Where is he? He's, there are no Dementors. There are no Dementors. There might be just ours. Out that I piece. don't know. He 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 doesn't really know what he's doing. He needs the time to reflect. Is what he's doing. He just needs some time for himself. He's taking it. He's taking some time for him. Yeah, that's all. That's that's all that's going on. He, uh, ho- he hopes that you will, you know, uh, respect his privacy in this time. <laughs> Respect yeah. isn't his family's privacy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Cool. So, thanks. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs> it just an Azkaban. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Why? That is so funny to me. But it is funny.